Welcome to the Grab the Map podcast, where we don't just look at it, we grab the map. I am John Crutchfield. I host a little podcast here every week for you to learn and for us to grow together about how um, to invest in rental real estate. We like buying real properties. Um, if you're listening to this, we like flipping real estate. We like all things real estate. And I'm excited today to have a guest for you that I think can add a lot of value to your life. Um, don't forget that you can check us out on YouTube now, and you can also email us at grabthemap at gmail.com. I answer every single email that you send there. So if you just want to connect, have a question, shoot me an email at grabthemap at gmail.com. Comrade Jackson, are you there, man? I'm here, man. I'm definitely hey, here. And that's awesome. I'm so glad you decided to do this podcast. It's Tuesday <laughs> when we're recording this. I don't know when people are listening to it. Yeah. It so happens the podcast usually comes out on Tuesday. So if you're listening to it fresh and you click that subscribe button, ha, it's Tuesday. And uh, I, I really am excited to get to talk to you. Um, we we, we kind of cross paths um, on the on the social side of things where our kids are playing soccer. Yeah. And uh, you are you are that soccer dad. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah, man, and, and, and at the time, we didn't get to really sync up about our businesses, but since then, we've been able to do that. Um, uh, you've been able to list some property for me as well, give me some advice and feedback, and I appreciate that. So I thought we could share that with some folks um, that would see this podcast. So you ready to get started, get excited? I am, man. Thank you for having me, and, and yeah, let's get to it. Good, man. Good. Now, so maybe we could just start off with your story. Like, maybe you okay. can just tell us how you got started in real estate and what's, what your real estate experience has been so far. Sure, sure, sure. So um, currently, I am a residential real estate agent for uh, for REMAX. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, I am um, been in real estate now for about 15 years. Uh, I started as a teenager. Um, I actually went to college my freshman year to get a mechanical engineer degree. Imagine that. Um, so studied a little bit of engineering, didn't quite like it, came back home um, and, and decided that I was going to take a stab at, at getting into real estate. So um, the, the introduction to the business was actually through a buddy of mine who I played high school basketball with. His dad was an agent. I looked him up, uh, sent him an email. He said, man, I'm looking for an assistant. You know, if you'd like to come by and learn the business that way, then let's do it. You know, so that's how I got into the actual real estate business is being an assistant. And then here we are 15 years later, partners. We manage one of the top teams in Tarrant County uh, in the Dallas Fort Worth area. So we've been very successful on the real estate uh, sales side uh, in residential sales. So that was kind of my introduction to getting into the business. Um, since then, I have been able to start a home building company, a small home building company where we build affordable homes uh, for people. Um, and then also um, about a few years ago, I say about three, four years ago, I started into the real estate investing space um, and bought my first property. So uh, just a little bit of everything. I, I, it's kind of three phases of my real estate cycle um, right now. And uh, that's that pretty much takes care of my day-to-day -day activities between those three uh, those three phases of the business. So you're doing like real estate sales, you're doing home building, you're doing investing, and yep. I'm going to add to that because you're also doing some education now too. Indeed, so, indeed, indeed. Yeah, so yes. you, got, you got another wing. You got another wing of stuff that you... That you yeah, you, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> did I did I miss something? Can you can you just go back? Did you get that mechanical engineering degree? 
I did not. So what happened was I went to Texas Tech my freshman year of college, uh, was studying mechanical engineering. Uh, I, you know, loved the school, loved the campus, didn't love engineering. Uh, so I came back and actually enrolled at UTA. The plan was to enroll at UTA for the summer. And then I had gotten accepted to the University of Oklahoma. So I was going to transfer there. Well, of course, once I got home, because I'm from Arlington, um, when I you know, enrolled in the University of Texas at Arlington, I changed my major to real estate. So I actually have a bachelor's degree in real estate. All right. So you yeah. so you did get some education. Yeah, uh, you got some education from university, but you you you, you were different because you're able to transfer <laughs> that make that decision in, in the right time. Some of us got degrees and things that we don't even use at all. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, it was it was definitely interesting, man. I, I tell everybody I'm, you know, usually the only person that you meet with a real estate degree. There's not many people around that have a real estate degree. And I started working at the Remax office while I was in school to get the degree. So it was one of those kind of dual course, like I'm learning on the fly and I'm learning in the classroom. And that Real definitely well. helped me to get to the spot that I'm at now. You could probably help build out a, an education program you yeah. know, for, for, oh, yeah. for universities, because <laughs> I know a lot of times um, as, a, as a former college professor, we, we think a lot in theory and we don't yeah. have the practice side. So you were getting a blend of both worlds. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm interested to hear as well about this relationship with you as an assistant and you yep. coming in assisting a broker, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how do you yes. think that influenced your, your success? I, I think it was probably the best for me, the best way that I could learn how to be successful without having to really just jump out there completely um, on faith. Uh, one of the benefits that I had was because I was in school, I was working pretty much part-time hours, right? And I was on an hourly basis where my partner, who was a very successful, um, his name is David DeVries, who's a very successful um, agent, residential sales agent in, in the Arlington area, um, he was just killing it. And so I got to learn from him directly. I was with him every day. I went on these appointments. I saw the houses. I saw how he ran and, and managed his business. And it gave me basically, you know, free range to go and, and try to mold it to what I wanted it to be um, for myself. And so it was a great way to learn, man. I did a lot of the day-to-day -day activities that help you get to the point where we're at now, where you can kind of, you know, create your own space, create your own networks, you know, manage your own listings, do whatever you pretty much feel like doing. So I, I learned boots on the ground. And I think that backed up with the, you know, the classroom piece of it, showing the, you know, the examples, the case studies, I was able to relate that very easily, um, where most people are just, they've never even seen how a transaction goes, you know, so I was, learning it in the classroom and then turn around and going to the office um, and applying a lot of the knowledge back and forth um, that I had learned. So it was, it was, it was a really good experience, man. To, to this day, I, I tell people who are trying to get into real estate sales, probably would be great for you to be a transaction coordinator or an assistant to somebody who's been doing it for a little while because you get to learn without having your license on the line. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you were learning from somebody that was highly successful. That's the absolutely. Thing, is getting with somebody that is doing a lot of transactions, doing a lot of volume, 
Um, Absolutely. And and so you're learning from the best and not from yeah. somebody that you know might not. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, so you know, let's just jump right in. Like okay. sales side, home building side. Now you're a real estate investor. Like right. how has real estate benefited your life so far? Oh man, it is. It's one of those things where, you know, I know a lot of people say this, that real estate is life changing. It is, man. It, it, it has literally, you know, bought us freedom of time, freedom of decision making, um, because I'm in the space where I can create my own schedule, you know, pretty much predict the income that I'm going to make year over year. I've got the ability to be present for all of my family's functions, my kids' functions, be able to allow my wife to make the decision on if she wants to work or if she doesn't want to work. And if she does want to work, how much does she want to work? You know, we have the freedom to make choices where if I wasn't in that space, I would be more dependent on the job that I had, the flexibility that it allows, as opposed to, you know, the career I feel like that we've created, not only for ourselves, but for others. You know, we employ a lot of contractors, subcontractors, you know, in the day-to-day -day activities and provide for a lot of different people. And real estate has been able to um, afford us that opportunity. And I think that it's important for you, even if you're okay working a stable job and you're, that's where your comfort zone is, if you can create some type of passive income um, you know, real estate being one of the best ways to do that, then you can really set yourself up to not have as much pressure making the day-to-day -day life decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that you're kind of teaching me how to do a podcast interview right now because <laughs> you, you went into everything. I mean, but the one that, the one that really resonates with me is you're, you're able to be present, right? right. You, you've That's got cool. a young family, you've got beautiful family, um, you. and you're Thank able you. to be present, yeah. right? So yeah. you don't have to miss the soccer game. I was just about to say that. That's how we met. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm able to be yeah. at soccer practice, you know. So it's just one of those things where, man, it, it can be it can be wonderful if you really do, you know, take it seriously. It's one of those things that can give you pretty much what you're looking for out of life, whether it's, you know, for different people, it's different things. But time is, I feel like, my most valuable asset that I can offer people. And so I, I was able to take control of my time. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I feel the same way. You know, real estate is, is one of those things that it opens pathways. It, it's, it's one of those things that got me quickly to st stop thinking about um, trading time for money and right. realizing that I could make similar amounts of money um, in real estate as I could by trading hours and hours on a job. Absolutely. Um, and I'm all for jobs. If you need money, you got to go out and make some money. Absolutely. Um, but you're trading time for money. Right. And when you can make that shift from trading time for money to adding value and you deciding how much time you spend um, to, to make that money, you can really you can really do well. So, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. So yeah. um, we, we talked a little bit offline before we got started. You mentioned that you're really excited about the investing side. Yes. Of your business, you're doing some uh, some real estate investing. So maybe you could walk us through like um, your decision making process right now sure. when it comes to real estate investing. Sure, sure, sure. I'd be happy to, man. Everything for me that I do, whether it's real estate sales, whether it's you know new home construction, whether it's real estate investments, I have a system in place, right? Which I highly recommend. You know, any education that you will 
you will take will will tell you, hey, you need to set up your systems and procedures. So my system is, you know, I've set certain parameters for each particular real estate investment deal. Um, the deals that I'm doing personally are for rental real estate. I'm I'm not doing much outside of rental real estate. Mine are buy and hold long term because I'm interested in cash flow, money coming in every single month. And so what we'll typically do is the parameters we'll set is, you know, I'm usually looking for at least a minimum of $400 profit per door that I take on. Okay. Um, the properties that I have bought in the past and that I'm still buying are usually right at or right under a hundred thousand, unless it's a multifamily property, then I'll, you know, increase that, um, that price point, but typically under a hundred thousand. I don't care as much about the price of the rehab if my numbers work. So I'm looking, when I find a property, I'm looking to see what it's going to rent for. I'm looking to see how much it's going to cost me out of pocket. I'm looking to see what the current value is of that property and then the after repair value of that property. When I fix it up and I rehab it, what's that going to, what's that price point going to go to? Um, because that affects, you know, my refinance, it affects all of my numbers in a certain way. And I don't want to get too deep off into the math of it just because, you know, we're kind of on the surface, but, um, I'm, I'm, that's the profit that I'm looking for is typically $400 a door, usually right at or below a hundred thousand. And I'm trying to find an area that is, um, you know, highly visible, great working class community. Um, I will take a C or a B property, B class property, just because when I, when I rehab it, I'm going to bring the status of that property up and help elevate the community also. Um, I'm usually trying to stay below 1200 square feet for like a single family residence, um, right at or right below it, just because I know that if I do multiple properties at once, you know, if somebody screws up a 1200 square foot house, it's not going to break me to fix it. But if right. I go buy a 3,000 square foot property for a rental and somebody tears it up, well, that's going to be a significant price point for me to go in and rehab that. And then once you get over a certain amount of rent a month, usually over about $1,700, $1,800, you, the vacancies tend to last a little bit longer because people who can afford $1,700, $1,800 a month can usually afford to buy a house as well. Uh, not every case, but most of the time, whereas in the smaller price points, you're going to have a lot more opportunity to have less vacancy, meaning your, your actual rental unit that you buy doesn't sit unoccupied for a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah. I like those thousand dollar rents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, yes. They, they, yes. they tend to stay, especially if you've done a really good rehab, the tenants yes. tend to stay and they tend to perform pretty much until I pay the house off. Absolutely, absolutely. And you look at what rents are going for in apartments these days. If you can have a house or a duplex for the same money or less money, that thing's going to stay full, which means your cash flow is continuous, which means you're not going to have to spend a lot of time and dedication on that particular unit. Right. Whereas if you had one that was, you know, 2,500, 3,000 square feet, that thing sits vacant. You not only have a bigger note because it costs you more to get that property, but now you have to worry about the holding cost with that. With that, you have to worry about, you know, spending time and money to renovate a bigger unit. Man, that could be three or four houses. 
uh, um, you know, that you could have taken that same money and done something with, something else with. Absolutely, absolutely. And I hope people that are seeing this are seeing why I wanted to get you on here because <laughs> the, the, the education is just off the charts and the value that you're providing is, is awesome. So, I mean, I, I kind of heard something and I, I guess I just ask your business. I mean, so you're borrowing money to do this? I mean, absolutely, absolutely man. Absolutely. So, you know, for, you know, when we first started, when I first started, like most people, I thought, okay, well, I have to have a ton of cash. Because I got to buy these properties all cash and I have to fix them all cash. So I just need a lot of cash. Mm -hmm. And very quickly, you know, I've, I learned that even if you do have the cash, you can leverage that cash to use lines of credit or get financing for these properties um, and still keep your cash as a safety net. Um, you know, the very first property that I purchased, I actually came out of pocket less than five thousand yeah. dollars you know and and that to me was think i was thinking man my mind was blown because i had saved up money and i didn't have to use hardly any of it yeah. and when i went for that financing the bank held back a certain amount of, of dollars i think they actually gave us ten thousand dollars to start construction on that property you know so it was like they gave me the loan to purchase it i came out of pocket very little and they built into that loan a hold back for rehab um, amount, you know, so that way I could go in and fix it up as soon as I bought it and then hurry up and get it rented. So blew my mind, man. But um, we do use financing. I use lines of credit that I've secured. I will use hard money. Um, I will use traditional financing, conventional loans um, to, to purchase properties. Um, very seldom do I actually just buy these properties cash. Right, right. Um, and, and I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Like using um, using your good name, using your credit, I would imagine, but also Absolutely. just using your experience level to to borrow good debt, right? Yeah. To borrow um, for assets that are going to create income. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And that four hundred dollar a month profit target, that's pretty good, man. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna <laughs> pass a lot of us that are accepting a lot less. <laughs> You know, I was I was very risk averse, man. I didn't want to take a lot of risk. I was thinking when we started, I got one shot at this. If I screw this up, you know, it's going to be bad for me. So, you know, I, I set the numbers kind of high and I and I searched a lot of deals, a lot of deals till I found the right one. And when I found it, I didn't even think about it. The numbers worked and I did it, you know, and that's I took all of the as much emotion out of it as I possibly could and said, these numbers work. So I'm going to trust the system that I've set up. Very important that we have good criteria that we, yeah. uh, you know, I'm writing down your cri criteria and I'm looking at, you know, okay, it's, you know, $100,000 or less and $400 per door. You don't care about the size of the rehab. Yeah. You know, you've got some very good criteria about, you know, high traffic areas um, yeah. where you're going to bring the value of the property up. And when you have that criteria, like you need to do something, do a Absolutely. deal. Do Absolutely. one when you come across something that meets that criteria, because the stuff that we learn from doing deals is everything. Yeah. You know? um, I'm a little bit more risky, um, but <laughs> at the same time, um, I, the, the same thing is true. I've got my criteria and right. I'll do as many deals as I can leverage into within that criteria because right. the, the benefits are exponential. And, Absolutely. Um, you know, it actually becomes a snowball because as people see that you're doing deals and that you're um, you're doing what you say you're going to do, you attract right. 
you know, more and you attract, uh, attract more of what you need to keep growing and keep going. So absolutely, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So maybe, um, I know you said you didn't want to get too specific, but, um, did you have a deal possibly that you could walk us through by the numbers and just very, maybe very yeah. generally? Um, absolutely. Absolutely, okay. man. I, I bought, um, so my second deal that I did, my second investment um, rental property that I purchased, it was a property over in um, kind of East Fort Worth. Um, and so it, it actually cost us, it was, a, it was a two bedroom, one bath house that was a foreclosure, right? And so it was listed in MLS um, and it was 39,000 was the asking price for it. Um, so I found that property. I went, took a look at it in person. Um, it was a two bedroom, one bath that was 1100 square feet. Exactly. Frame house built in 1920s. Parent beam needed a, you know, a good amount of work. There were bars on the windows everywhere. Uh, there was a drug house across the street. Mm. I mean, there was high traffic corner lot right behind a uh, shopping center. And so we purchased that property myself and a partner of mine um, who I do my real estate sales with. Um, we partnered together on this one um, and, and we purchased it for 39,000. We did pay ask price for it. Okay. Um, closing costs cost us about a little over $1,700. Um, and then, so my total cash to close was just a little over $6,900. That's myself and my partner together. We split it 50, 50, right? Um, the rehab on it was about 20,000. We added a bathroom. We didn't add square footage, but we did reconfigure the space to add an actual full bath. So we turned it from a two, one to a two, two. The reason we did that is because when I looked at the rental comps, the two, one rents were right below a thousand dollars for that area. Okay. But when you added that second bathroom, they shot up over a thousand dollars, just a little over $1,100. So we rehabbed it for about 20,000. Um, and so, you know, all in with everything sales price included, we were at a little over 65, just shy of $66,000 um, on that deal. Um, we rented that property out for $1,125 a month, uh, which it is still currently renting for 1125 uh, a month. The expenses, including the mortgage payment, property taxes, insurance, property management of 10%, and then 5% budgeted for CapEx and overhead came out to like $718. And so we're seeing uh, $400.16 a month of profit um, mm -hmm. after expenses. And so our cash on cash return on that one was 16%. It was our second deal ever. Um, and it's, it's a phenomenal, for us, it was a phenomenal deal because, you know, it didn't cost us money out of pocket, um, much money out of pocket. And it gave us the parameters that we had set. Yeah. I mean, it meets all your criteria. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and actually you got me thinking about one I got over there that's probably under rented right now. <laughs> that's why he's staying. Yeah. <laughs> the rental comps, man, it's just something, it's one of those tricks of the trade that you just... You know, even for me, I, I think rents are a certain amount and then time passes when you're doing the rehab and the rents jump, the after repair value jumps and you're just, you're set, you're sitting there holding a valued asset that you, you don't know how you got that number other than just time. Time did its thing. 
time time is doing its thing. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I invest out of state. Um, I invest in state in Texas. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's it's crazy the appreciation that's happening in Texas. Um, yeah. it's, it's you know, I, I just had a building appraise that I bought three years ago. And at the time it was kind of a mediocre deal. Yeah. You know, we just got an appraisal where there's been like 40% growth in the value. It's crazy. And I went to the appraiser. I was like, Hey, look, I don't want to borrow too much on this. <laughs> now, like, are we good? And he's like, look at the comps. He's like, look at the comps. That's what they're selling yeah. for now. Yeah. Um, that's out in Mansfield ISD. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's like amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, the values just skyrocketed all over DFW. With the limited amount of supply, most areas you're you're working with about one month of supply, meaning if no other houses come on the market, then in a month we'll be out of houses <laughs> in that area. You know, so we try to keep that in mind. The demand is so high that you know there's plenty of opportunities out there. You know, there's just tons of opportunities out there for people. And you know, I hear people a lot of times saying, "Man, how do I find this deal? How do I find that deal?" The Honest answer is just open your eyes. They're everywhere. Opportunities are everywhere. Get to everywhere. work. Get to work. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm, I'm enjoying this too much. So I'm going <laughs> to ask um, another question. What are What are your long term goals with real estate investing? I hear I hear about what you're doing deal by deal, but where's this really taking you? Yeah. Yeah. So so for me, um, the goals have kind of evolved since I started. You know, once once I got into real estate. Um, investing about three or four years ago, you know, I had a, a pretty, I felt like it was a pretty strong goal of purchasing two properties a year for the next five years to get to 10 properties and then try to leverage that into a bigger property. Um, so that accelerated pretty quickly. Um, I, currently, we're sitting at 21 doors um, with a couple more offers pending. Um, so the goal was to get enough cash flow to replace my real estate sales income, um, enough cash flow in per month. Uh, I started out and said, man, if I could get, you know, $5,000 every month, then that would significantly help relieve some of the burden of pressure that I have from real estate sales. And then once we got there, it's like, Hey, can we get 10,000? Then once you get there, it's like, Hey, can we go to 20? Can we go to 50? You know, so the goal for me is to be able to create a sustainable business to where if I walk away, that sucker turns every day without me having to be there. So that way I can take that time and travel and travel where I want to go with my wife, with my family. I wanted to be able to allow my wife to be able to make decisions for for herself on what she wanted to do, whether it was travel, work, whatever. I wanted my boys to be able to determine what they wanted to do without having to have to work for somebody. Yeah. They would have enough income coming in to where they could choose which path they were passionate about and go down that road. So that was the goal for me. It's like I said, it started a little smaller and now it grew exponentially. And that's just from taking action, uh, honestly. Um, even being in real estate, as long as I have, the real estate investment side is very different than the sales side. So I had to take action. I had to learn on the fly. I learned more in a $99 weekend seminar about real estate investments than I learned in my whole four years of college, yeah. <laughs> which is substantial, you know, I, and, and I just, I took action. I, I went to those things. I trusted myself. I ran those numbers. And now we're trying to set ourselves up for, you know, financial freedom 
and just, you know, generational wealth, not only for our kids, but grandkids and family members and everybody. Man, and you're doing it. You're doing it. And uh, loving the story, loving the the passion is just bleeding from you. Yeah, man, um, you can tell. <laughs> totally, look, totally similar story. Um, yeah. I think I set out the goal and I was like, okay, if I can replace the income from my job, mm-hmm. like that's, that's where I want to be. I just want to be able to, to have that money where I could say, if I don't want to work, I don't have to. Right. And uh, similar to your story, you know, you start off thinking, okay, well, I can do two a year yeah. and then you, you end up exploding and you're like, man, okay, well, there's enough money coming in here for me to quit my job. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> now I want now I want to double it or something. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it just kind of snowballs. Um and right. so this is one of those places where I really want to encourage anybody that's listening to just jump in, get started, do deals. If you don't like it, you can always sell them. Okay. Absolutely. If you don't like it, you can go back to work. <laughs> right. Um, all of that. But um hearing your story about how you set new goals and how you um kind of have these hopes and dreams for your family just it really resonates with me um you know the the travel that you want to do i I remember recently um and i hope you're okay with me sharing this but yeah yeah, seeing your posts on facebook about you know you buying property for your family and having uh the the four wheelers and just the open country and the fishing pond oh yeah I'm yeah. like, look, this is the American dream right here. This, yeah. I don't know if it's the American dream or if it's Conrad's dream. It's, it's the dream. It's the dream that's available to everybody. And I, and I, I even tell my friends and family members because they're, you know, when we bought recently, I just shared, we bought 12 acres of land, yeah. you know, that I assume that we're going to probably retire on. But that may change. You know, I might turn around and buy 100 acres of land. You know, I, you just never know where this thing can take you and. One thing that I've, I've found is that because we took the action early, we're in a position to where we can help more people. And I know a lot of people, their passion is helping others. I've never been in a position before that we are in now to where I can help more people than I ever imagined, you know, financially with setting them up with you know, their first property or helping people, you know, for example, my own sister, I'm going to build the first house that she's going to ever build. I'm building it for her on a property that I own, you know, Um, I bought the land so that my family members could have a place to go that was ours and do what we wanted with, you know, not just myself and my kids, but my in-laws, my parents, my sister, my nephew, like I wanted something that we had for ourselves. It has a pond on it. It has woods on it. You can hunt on it. It has deer on it. You know, and that it was always a dream of mine, but it, it's it's attainable by anybody who just takes action. And it, you know, everybody says, hey, man, like, I want to do this first deal. You're probably not going to get rich off the first one, but the first one leads to a second one. The second one leads to four. Four leads to eight before you know it you're taking down an apartment complex or you're taking down a, you know, 25 house package, you know, you're doing a lot of things that you never could have imagined. And you've set a lot of people up, you know, potentially for success that work with you, that trust you, you know, my, my title company that I use, you know, my assistant, you know, all these people have been able to grow their businesses exponentially because of the action that we took in the beginning. Man, and, and your attitude is everything, right? right. The humility, the servant 
right. uh, the servant leadership that I'm hearing. Right. You know, it's, it's everything. You are right. providing a service to the community very early on in the conversation. You talked about the contractors that you employ. Yeah. Now you're talking about the, the other people that have been able to grow their business from your dream. Absolutely. Yeah, it's happening. You know, yeah. it's happening in real time. Um, yeah. The sky is the limit. Um, who knows what's next for you? But I, I want to get into that fourth, that fourth uh, kind of stage. And yeah. you are doing some education and, and mentoring. So if you don't mind just sharing what that looks like for you as we kind of wrap up, what does that look sure. like? Sure, sure. For me, it's um, one of the things that I've been passionate about is trying to help others not have to you know go through as many years of getting this knowledge that i did you know i i've really asked a lot of people over the years to try to help me some people did some people did not and so one of the things that i always promise all of my clients even in real estate sales friends and family is hey man if you'll trust me and you'll work with me our deal doesn't end when you purchase your home that you're going to live in I want to show you how to purchase your first investment property, your second investment property. Yeah. And so what I've been doing is, you know, we I did a beginners or an intro to real estate investing class. I did it online. We had a great turnout. I had, you know, over 100 people interested in it. We took the first 35 people and tr I tried to walk them through, you know, education on how this works, how this can help your day to day life. Um, from there, I started getting phone calls and clients and, you know, people saying, hey, I want to do my first property. So for me, the translation was I was able to help walk them, handhold them through the first transaction that they were doing. Um, we've done a few of them this year. Some of those clients have actually turned around and bought other properties after that and are still buying and rehabbing and doing more deals. And for me, it translated into just being able to see the the start of me trying to educate people and watch that come into an existence when they are not only creating another income stream for themselves but then turn around and helping other people so it's 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 one of those things that's kind of taken on a life of its own um i try to coach and mentor people as the time allows um but usually it's my clients or you know close friends and family that have reached out to me that need a little bit of help once you get the system down, you're kind of off to the races. Awesome. Awesome. Man, yeah. that is good. How do people get in touch with you after this? If they were just inspired by this and they want to reach out to you, maybe they want to buy sure. their first property. Sure, sure, sure. So um, email, um, I am on social media, but email, my email address is conradsells with an S DFW at gmail.com. They can reach out to me, ask your questions there. I am on Instagram at Conrad Junior 21, C-O-N-R-A-D Junior, just like it sounds, 21, um, or on Facebook, Conrad Jackson. Um, you can reach my Facebook there. That way, send me a direct message. I try to reach out to everybody as quickly as possible. Um, I will see it eventually if I don't get you right away, but I will, I will get your response back and help out in any way that I can. I know they're in good hands with you and grab the map, but you know, if there's something that I can throw in as kind of a reassurance, um, man, I'd be happy to. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And I guess I'm, I'm going to try to provide by that same level of value. We got our, our first, uh, our first in-person real estate, uh, class this Saturday. Nice. Um, so we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm sure the people will be more than thrilled. You're you're in good hands. I, I can honestly, 
you know, the short amount of time that I've known John and grabbing Matt, man, they're doing phenomenal things. If you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't join that class, yeah. reach out to him regularly, answer any questions that, you know, ask any questions that you may possibly have about real estate investing. He's one of the best in the business that I've met thus far. Man, I appreciate it. You know, the fun, the fun thing about this now for me is like networking with other people that are yeah. doing big things. Yeah. Because for so long, I spent time like networking with people who thought small. And yeah. my circle, like if I did have a big idea, my circle would be like, no, we don't right. do that. Or right. that's not for this group of people. Or right. You know, my circle would be like, man, you know, they're not going to let you borrow any money or stuff like that. All the things that, you know, now I know are Mm -hmm. just like, yes, there are some people that are in the way. There are some challenges to the business. Right. There are not challenges that cannot be overcome. Um, If you really want to do something, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, being around people, meeting people when, when, when I meet people that are doing big things. I like just try to get closer to them because their mindset is what I want to be. Right. And it comes down to this idea that, you know, we are all the the aggregate of, you know, the people that we surround ourselves with the most. Absolutely. We spend our time around people who think big, we're bound to do bigger things. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's an attraction to people who are like-minded. And once you can shift that mindset of, you know, I need to focus on this versus I could open up the playbook and expand my life in any direction that I want. Mm-hmm. It's just a shift of the mindset. Once you do that, man, the possibilities are endless. And, and who you surround yourself with is very important. The networking. Also, the last thing is probably what do you listen to when you have free time? You know, a lot of people will turn on the radio and listen to music. I'm listening to real estate podcasts. I'm listening to, you know, people who have different ideas of different creative ways to do financing, creative ways to find deals. Like you're constantly fueling yourself with more because, you know, it kind of takes its own a life of its own within you. And and the more you the more knowledge you gain, man, the more deals you can do, which is more opportunities for you to reach out and help other people you know, pull them, their quality of life up also. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're getting that education, you're making a plan and you're taking action. And that's, yes. that's really, you know, what, what it's about. So I really appreciate you for jumping on this podcast. Of course, man. Um, I, I know it's a bit of a short notice, but you were able to <laughs> jump in and, and uh, we're going to share this as quickly as we can get it out. And uh, hopefully people will connect with us. Remember um, Conrad provided his contact details and you can always reach me at grabthemap at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook. Don't forget to like this video so you'll get them each week. Um, this is where we don't just look at it. We grab the map. 